as we as we look at childhood coming up, there's that great influence from family and from our primary um, social interactions. How do you think we teach children to consult consult themselves? How do you think we can teach how do we can teach children to value their own opinion of themselves? I don't think that we teach children to consult themselves. I think especially in our culture. <coughs> where we have a very authoritarian way of dealing with things. We don't teach children to even reason. We say do this because I say so, um, because it is what is right. But to take time to have that reasoning, you know, with our, our, our children, we don't. And we are also a product of that. So it's so funny. I think one of the things that's coming up is our tribe. Your, your relationships and your tribe is an important part of how you feel about yourself, how you value yourself as a human being. And and I also want us to, I mean, we're talking about this self-esteem thing as though it's something simple but it's really complex. That is hard. And it's something that we have all struggled with. I have struggled with it. Um, at different points in my life, I've been better at it. But this idea about valuing yourself, I also think it's something you know, life is about becoming and growing and changing, and your your capacity and your ability to manage things changes. Sometimes it goes up, sometimes it goes down. So it's not it's not a it's not a destination, but it is a process. And to really pull apart self-esteem, you have to talk about your relationships. And then we have the relationships that we're given or born with, uh, or born into, and the relationships you choose. And I think that's where the tribe becomes really important. And a tribe varies for people. Table and hey, you say, Mom, your tribe is your wife and your two children. Um, my tribe includes family members, but also includes some people who are not related to me by blood at all. Um, and just to draw on the work of, of Brene Brown, who's the social work researcher who talks a lot about shame and, and, and relationships, she talks about the fact that there's a difference between belonging and fitting in. Fitting in is fitting is a hustle, I have to hustle to fit in. I have to hustle for somebody to, to like me, to agree with me, to accept me. I think when we, we're in the hustle, it's when we can really allow people to bid on ourselves, on ourselves, with our self value. And belonging is something that you don't have to do. You belong because you're there. You don't have to work hard at it. It doesn't mean that you don't treat people with love and respect and dignity, but it's not something that you have to hustle with or hustle for. So this idea of that, and every notion that self-esteem and self-acceptance go hand in hand. Um, and when I could accept myself, and it means accepting all of me, not necessarily the only things I value as, as really good and righteous, but also some of these struggles that I'm having. If I could accept that I'm in struggle, it is also a sign of me having a healthy value of myself. So is this process, is this thing that's constantly improving and, 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 and evolving, and it's something that that we always have to evaluate. Look at our tribe. Decide who has not earned the right to be my tribe. Who has earned the right to hear my story? Who has not earned the right to hear my story? That your tribe changes. Um, and if your tribe is not changing, it's a, to me is an indication that you are not evaluating your growth because we grow and we change. Um, the esteem level then may vary depending on the situation that I'm in and the power we talk about giving people power, the power that I might have given to the persons in um, that specific scenario. And it depends, again, as we 
seem trite or it depends again on your culture with the persons in that particular situation and then how you respond to those situations. Do you really belong one, as you said before, hustling to fit in into this scenario? And what decisions consciously or on or unconsciously have you made in each situation in terms of you know how do you feel about yourself in each situation and how are you going to operate in each situation or environment? Oh, I, 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 I want to say two things that really um, touch on what both of you say. I, and I think I, that's what you're saying, you know, self-esteem is not fixed. Right. Um, yeah. And varies from sets to settings, you know, and in some settings, people, we, human beings, we hustle more than others, you know. And, um, you know, you said three words before, because I, four words, because I say so. And those words just stood out to me. And I was wondering if some parents um, teach their children to hustle for love. You know, um, just the way and the style, the style of parenting that's used. You teach your child that I love you when, I like you when. Oh, I like, uh, that's it, I like you if. And, um, and so you're taught that you must hustle. So by the time you get to the age of 25, 26, did you train hustler? <laughs> <laughs> hustler, yeah. You know, and um, so that I mean, for me, I guess that was my aha in terms of, of helping me to kind of figure out why do we feel that we need to put it on the auction block? If we were taught that you know this is how I'm supposed to exist, I'm supposed to do something for you to approve. Right. You just can't approve of me just because just because I exist. I must do something to get your love, and if I'm not doing that. Then this is not the way to be. I have to put it on the auction block. Um, some years ago, I've written this poem, 
the end of the poem, I have a slide you know, myself. The steel is not going to be an auction. Huh? It will be sold to the highest bidder. And you know, recently I started to think about that line again. You know, how do I take myself out of the auction block? You know, um, how do I you know, own it? And um, I guess just open up. I just want to open up that kind of conversation. First of all, like, when you hear me say that, mm. what thoughts do you have in terms of self within an auction block? I started to think about um, what are the things that cause it to, to be a portion in these schools? Is it other people's opinions? Is it how you, know, you see yourself physically? Is it your, uh, you know, your home life, whatever is, is happening for you? What are the things that would cause um, something as important as you know, my self esteem, my self to just be considered a option? Like a school week, I am the man who's done. 
Or the Marius is daddy because it's other parents, aunties, children. Right? And I don't mind that. I don't mind using my name as important as my name is in that context. As an example. Yeah. It's also very, very powerful here to me that you give it. Yeah. And um, you know, it's important for people to know that when they're affected by other people's opinion of them that they've given yeah. that I think realizing that I think itself is an item and that too is important because you realize it has been taken from me. I put myself there. And I think the question for us as therapists is why do so many of our clients just give it away? Have we been taught that the last reference is myself? You know, where is this coming from? Because a lot of us just kind of look outside all the time. Like, where, where, is that, where is that coming from, that drive to never trust self? Right. It's like I think we have to, we have to reimagine our relationship with ourselves and reimagine our relationship with other people. The last person you consult is yourself and your gut. Right. You always tend to look to, 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 to consult a friend, the media, this, that, something to tell you. Or you should be, or you should be, or you should feel, whatever. 